Hey everybody, this is Tyson and Logan, and you're listening to Dad Bods and Beards Podcast. It's a show that gives you a fresh look on being a father, a husband, and honestly, a man being in today's world. For people who want to have a good time, laugh, and be uplifted, thanks for subscribing and listening. Now for the show. This is Tyson with uh, Dad Bods and Beards, and we have Logan. Um, today, we don't have a special guest because Logan and I are going to talk about things that creep us out, that might scare us, and the things that we do when we are scared. Because uh, I know uh, I go a little crazy when people scare me. So uh, Yeah, you got yeah. a problem. I do. I, it's not a joke. Like it, There's a fight or yeah. flight when you get scared, and I fight. And I'm like the nicest guy ever, but don't scare me. Don't jump in front of me, or, or <laughs> I will hurt you. You just gotta take a big old punch for those frying pan hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like you guys can't so, see it, but Tyson has. You have those. I see. They guys can't see it, but you have the. He's got those little tiny plastic finger hands. They're like little hands on top of his fingers right now, and he's like <laughs> caressing his microphone. And it's just <laughs> talking about things that are creeping and scaring us. These are my baby hands. Grab my strong hand. <laughs> take my strong hand. <laughs> 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 the amount, of, the amount of times we've referenced that movie in the last like three days but yeah no it's spooky season dude it is my uh daughter's over actually right now uh with her school doing something over at uh, black island farms which uh but you know it's one really interesting thing that i learned about utah when we moved here well actually when i when i first started living here like 12 years ago utah is big into halloween like big Oh, like yeah. there is haunted hay rides, haunted circuses, like multiple. Like there is, there is like haunted, fa- yeah, haunted factories that almost go year round. Like, mm-hmm. and they're the ones where like you have to sign a waiver before you go in that the actors can like grab you. And they're no joke. I don't do those one. things. Probably none because you'd end up with an assault charge. <laughs> uh, one, and I couldn't go back again because I did punch a clown. <laughs> no way. Oh, dude, I like I, I told you like there. Uh, I had a coworker before, and you know those mirror windows. So there was a door uh-huh. that was mirrored, and so you don't see anyone coming out, but you can see yourself walking to the door, like you know, ooh, I'm I'm looking good today, you know that type of mirror. And so yeah. I'm opening the door, and my coworker was right there, and went Wah! just like jumped out at me, didn't know he was there, and I just pelted him with my legs, and I mean like he dropped. And I'm like, oh my god! So, so what they did after that is they went in purposely trying to scare me, and they would test to see how fast I would run because it took me like eight seconds until I realized, okay, everything's okay. And so they would run and scare me and run, and they would just laugh really hard. And then I broke them fingers because I punched. Them and they were trying to block it. You don't scare me, <laughs> dude. That reminds me. It's funny that you say punched a clown, and that reminds me of a time that I pushed a clown. But like, <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, let's see. This was this was before I was married. This is before I even knew my wife, before I met Chelsea. My little sister and I were living in Provo, Utah, attempting to go to school, like attempting to go to college. I think I made it through a semester and a half. She made it through like three weeks. <laughs> it just didn't work out for us. But there was there's this thing that they do here in Utah County called corn bellies. It's like a fall festival. It's pretty big, but they also have like a haunted portion of it where mm. you, you know, you can go do these haunted houses, these haunted circuses or whatever. And I was 21 
22 maybe and so my sister was still like 19 and we're going through this haunted uh, little haunted circus where where it's like there's a million curtains and it's like these actors know where all the curtain shortcuts are and you're like wait you're like you know weaving through this maze and they hired a little person to play like this demented clown so the dude is like hip height and he Uh is chasing us everywhere like we turn corners we think he's gone and then he pops up in front of us and it's like i am cracking up like i'm i'm laughing (laughs) my little sister is like losing her mind she is not having this he's getting real close and of course when they see you getting really upset they it just it it eggs them on that's they're doing their job it makes it that he's like oh my gosh i'm getting to this girl or whatever and he was like in character but then like big brother defense mode kicked in and he just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. And I can officially say that I shoved a little person like Did you get hard. It shoved him through. one. Of, well, no, we just kept moving and, and kind of got out of there quick. But like I shoved him real hard through one of the curtains. And it just was like if there was ever a time for like cartoon music to like play in real life, it would have been like whoop, 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 as he like rolled wow, he like down the hallway through the curtains. We I shoved him, but I mean, like I said, it was, this was, this was a good 12, 13 years ago, but still it was, uh, now we, we can, uh, live in solidarity. The fact we've both assaulted a clown. Mine just happened to be half a clown. Mine was bigger than oh, me. Speaking of, speaking of clowns, do you remember that whole clown craze of like oh, nine years ago, years eight ago. years was ago? It, was that long ago? Yeah. Where people were like dressing like. Dressing were like dressing like clowns and like scaring people like is. legitimately. Uh huh. So that. so I used to have this I used to have this side business where I would clean pizza ovens for a national franchise. They had your, your stupid little hands. <laughs> people, they're gonna be wondering why I just keep randomly laughing. It's because you just keep lifting these little hands on the camera where I can see them, but they can't see them. But so I was cleaning these, I would clean these pizza ovens and you have to like strip them down, clean the crap of them, takes hours, and you have to do it after midnight when the pizza place closes down. You gotta have it up and done before 7 a.m. and it takes hours. And anyways, so I'm cleaning this oven downtown Sacramento, where it can get real sketchy where I grew up. And I get a knock on the window, like the front. You got to stop it with those stupid little hands. <laughs> I'm trying to, t- I'm trying to tell a spooky story. I'm sorry. But I, I, uh, I get, there's like a knock on the front glass door as I'm like stripping down this pizza oven and cleaning it. And I look over and it's just this dude in a full legit clown getup. He had like a really legit mask or whatever. And this is right in that creepy clown era where everybody was dressing up. And some people actually got like, beat up and 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 robbed and stuff by people so i wasn't messing around he's like knocking on the glass and he's dragging a freaking sledgehammer this dude's dressed up as a clown like a murder clown and dragging a sledgehammer through sacred like downtown sacramento at three o'clock in the morning so needless to say i checked the locks on the door but yeah yeah dude it's just some people some people i mean speaking from experience some people need some meds have you ever uh do you watch scary shows? Oh, I love them. Do you really? What kind of scary shows do you yeah, watch? Yeah, I love them. Like, uh, I like the psychological thriller ones. I don't so much like, I've seen Insidious. I've seen, you know, like the Drag Me to Hell. I've seen like the real demonic ones and they're okay. But like, did you ever see Hereditary? Isaac was in it. My son. Your son was in that movie? Mm-hmm. Hereditary, the horror movie? Did yeah, you see was. it then? Nope. <laughs> but have you seen the movie? No. Well, <laughs> 
Why? Because I don't do scary. Why not? I'm not joking. I don't do scary. The Dude. last show I saw that was uh, a scary show was The Ring, and I hated it so much. That I'm like, I will never see another scary show, and oh. I haven't. Dude, the ring is the ring is like lightweight. Hey, it's exactly. it's creepy. If I can't handle the ring, I can't handle crap. So Isaac, though, you know, he was I want to say uh, eleven or twelve years old at the time, uh, maybe a little bit older, maybe fourteen, but it doesn't matter. Either way, uh, he has an agent. Like I said, I didn't. I've done about twenty eight shows with Isaac, and so we had both had agents. I've been in Andy Mack and a couple other things and Disney shows, and he was in a couple movies, and he almost got cast as the lead with uh, Mark Wahlberg once and a couple of Hallmark cool. movies that didn't get funded. But um, anyway, so he's on, uh, he's one of the friends uh, of the daughter who becomes the witch or something like that. I've never seen it, so I'm just, anyway, they're at a funeral, and he's at school, and he's at the funeral, and he's at the gravesite and all that kind of stuff. So Isaac's there. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. But yeah, dude, it's a, uh, it's a crazy one. Like it, it messes with your head and see, and then I think the same director made Midsummer which is like the one about the it's like a cult that in I don't know like Germany something like that and it's crazy like it's crazy mm. I like those ones and I also like uh have you seen like Get Out that one's not nope. really a horror movie it's, come on dude or like I us don't see scary shells or nope no my kids watch Goosebumps see- the one that's brand new on Disney ask me if I watched it yeah I didn't you got scared no I just don't watch <laughs> scary shells that's funny. No, I, 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 uh, what movie did I, I was watching, uh, one of the ones that scared me enough to where I won't watch them anymore was one of the paranormal activity ones. The kind of like found footage, like security camera one where it's like mm-hmm. a couple, it's obviously all fake, but it's like the couple with like a demonic presence in their house. That one, uh, those ones I don't really watch because. They take me back to a dark time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But see, I'll watch uh, Frighteners. I don't know if you've ever remember that one with uh, Back to the Future mm-hmm. guy. What's his name? Who was in Back to the Future? I'm not going to help you with this one. Marty you McFly. One. The guy who played Marty McFly. Why can't I think of his name? Mm-hmm. Anyway, he. His first name starts. Uh, Michael. Michael. I, J. He, J. Fox. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Michael J. Fox is in Frighteners, and it's more of a comedy, and I can do that. I can do those yeah. type of shows. Um, like what Casper. about what about like the the, cla- <laughs> the classic Casper? Yeah, I do, the, you're talking about the like '90s version, right? I can do. Um, uh, yeah, with, I, yeah. Uh, I can do um, Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town. I can do all that stuff. So you you can do you can do Disney Channel. I didn't do Goosebumps. However, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> I did see Goosebumps with uh, Jack Black. That one was good. That one was. It wasn't scary though. Like that's a no. kids movie. That's what I that's mean. Funny. I can do. See, I like. Uh, okay, but you did watch all of Twilight. It is a I. horror show. I mean, it does have werewolves no, and vampires. Yeah, but they're they're sparkly vampires and and romantically conflicted werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> And who can ever be but, afraid of Edward? <laughs> dude, it's I still love I'll still I'll still catch myself like turning that on from time to time because they're classics. I read all the books. Don't judge us. That's yeah, one of the reasons why we're daughter, such good friends. <laughs> we were watching uh Max, you know, we were watching Max, and there was a couple of shows that we were watching, and then uh I started changing it after it was done, and my daughter's like, So we're watching Vampire Diaries now? And I'm like, 
No, but it's a good idea. <laughs> like, it wasn't even on my mind. Have yeah, you I seen Vampire Diaries? I haven't. Okay, you have to watch it. Everyone who's listening to us now, um, I don't watch scary shows, and I watch chick flicks. Uh, and and uh, so, but anyway, point being, it's a really good show. That's fine. Hey, I don't judge you, man. I mean, that's part of the reason why we're friends is because we we bonded over uh, Twilight. <laughs> so we send each other we send each other Twilight TikToks where it's like the ha 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 ha, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like the opening scene and all. Uh-huh. <laughs> And what's funny um, is I just get chills. Just chills. Yeah, just I get I get chills. Are you team Edward or team Jacob? Oh, Edward. Jacob bothers me. Plus, I'm I'm glad Especially that he's around. Ad- I'm glad he's around for Bella's daughter. Come on, dude. You're not even a real fan if you don't know the baby's name. Um crap. Renesme. Renesme. The what's the worst? Yeah. Okay, what is don't... the worst line that you can remember from that show? This is like the worst podcast ever. Oh, <laughs> It's not. It'll be funny. It'll be great. Uh, what's the worst I can remember? I don't even know. I don't even okay, know. Okay, this it makes me cringe, and I love Twilight. You named my daughter after the Loch Ness monster, the- and every time she says that, I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That's all. <laughs> that's so funny because if you, if you think about it, like they're just they're like literally teenagers, even when they're like getting married and having. Well, he's not. But yeah, I think we've talked about Twilight far too long, and people are going to start. <laughs> People are gonna stop listening to us now. Later. <laughs> so what'd you think about episode yeah. or uh, scene three? <laughs> and his outfit. We start busting out like <laughs> we start busting out like original manuscripts from the movie that we like purchased yeah. on eBay. <laughs> and right here, Kristen Bell. Actually, not Kristen Bell. That's so funny. In it. Kristen Stewart. I was gonna ask you. So you 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 said you have like you punch or slap kick whatever when you get scared. Oh, so do much. you have any like any at all like creepy, unnerving, any experiences, anything growing up where you were just like you felt super scared? Not just like scared for like, you know, like natural human fear of like for a family member or a loved one or a friend, but like something just like felt off or anything like that. No, I just, oh, dude, so- I'm like, oh, this is like not the episode for me, I think, because um, I've always been the boring. big guy. No, I've always been the big guy. Like, Everyone's like, "Have you ever gotten a fight?" I'm like, "No." Yeah, uh, and, and like, why? Well, oh, want to dude, I've gotten a fight. No, I haven't. I've never told you my fight stories, like from younger, scrappy, crazy Logan. We'll save yeah, that well, for a you and me talk. Not a, not to put it fight. on the internet. Yeah, but so there was the clown thing I told you about, right? So there was this one instance that I had when I was probably. So a lot of this stems back to the bipolar, right? We've talked Uh about this, like the hallucinations and stuff, but I didn't know that this was like the early onset, like bipolar crazy stuff starting to happen. I was probably 19 and the apartment that I was living in at the time, it was kind of more of like an open concept basement apartment where it didn't have a door on the bedroom that led into the hallway. And I remember laying there and it was like super late and I was like kind of half in and half out. And I could see this like dark figure in the hallway. Right. But I like, couldn't make out what it was. I'm like, Oh, it's most, is it like the vacuum? Is it like a, it was just really weird. Have you ever had, have you ever had sleep paralysis? No, you don't even know what that is. No, I know what it Man, is. Man, you are so vanilla, and I, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> but so there's this whole thing of like sleep paralysis, where like in, you can like get stuck, 
where like you can't move or whatever and people say like oh my sleep paralysis demon yada 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 this was like my first experience hallucinating and oh. i remember this thing that i was sitting there looking down my hallway being like what is that and it was this dark shadow dark, dark figure and then it started moving and i'm like what the crap and this thing starts moving and it's like crawling on all fours like a person the ring but that's it's all why black. i don't watch it because it's real no 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 that that's a creepy that's a creepy little asian girl that is, that is all all like black hair but no <laughs> this this was like a full-grown man-sized thing crawling with its like head down and then it gets through the doorway just its head and then it snaps its head up all sideways and it just has this bloody bone start up looking face just staring at me and i feel like for the longest time i was just locked eyes with it and it was looking at me and then i remember at some point i fell asleep and and then woke up but that was like my first ever like hallucinogenic episode oh dude i was like traumatized for months i like oh yeah i hung a blanket over the door after that and so now to this day i still can't have open doors that I can see through when I'm sleeping. Like my wife and I leave our bedroom door open so that we can hear the kids or whatever in the hallway upstairs. But there's like a corner in our bedroom that turns the wall and then our, you know, turns the corner then our bed is right there. So I can't see out the hallway, but I shut our bathroom. I shut our closet. I shut the balcony. You know, I keep make, all the blinds are shut. Cause I'm like, my your mind will just play tricks on you and you're, yeah. when you're tired and you're, and you're medically unstable, but you know, whatever. Well, see, I've never dealt with anything like that, but I've dealt in real life. Like, for instance, I went to uh, New Orleans. We got an Airbnb, and I wasn't in charge of the Airbnb. And this guy, he just decided, hey, we're going to get this Airbnb. And I'm like, okay, works for me. How much do I owe you? And so we all kind of split it, and we get there, and we're in the hood. I mean, we're in the hood. <laughs> and, uh, like, couches outside, you know, people drinking with their brown bags. All that. I mean, like, we're in the hood. Next door to us is a halfway house. And anyway, I'm just like, I was, I was saying hi to everyone and all that. And everyone that was with me was like, you need to shut up. You're going to get us killed. And I'm like, Hey, what's up guys. And I would just go talk to them. And they were like, <laughs> why are you talking to us? Oh, you're the Airbnb person. At the, it, they thought it was hilarious that some white guy was talking to him, but I'm just like, dude, it's just, that's just me. You're like this big white guy. Like you're just you're like, I'm a big guy. I'm not scared of nothing. <laughs> I have baby hands. They can't be afraid of my little hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, but no, it's just like, I've never, like, that stuff doesn't, I, I, I've never had issues. But when I was in Houston, we uh, lived in a, a, an apartment complex, and the, the, we would see blood every week, every day coming out, like someone got shot. We saw a guy, you know, uh, we were driving, and guy running down someone with a knife. Um, our neighbor ordered pizza, and, and he got bit, like, severely, like, his arm and everything was just bit, like, like chunks of meat was coming out of his arm. Yeah, like I experienced all this kind of stuff, and I'm like, well, this might not be the best place to live, but it's just in my mind. I'm just like, I've never been scared like that stuff. I'll go take a walk in the middle of the night in a trail in the woods, and I'll be okay. I don't know, it's just that stuff has never bothered me. But I don't see scary shows. Dude, see, that's the funny. That's where you and I are completely different. When I I, I spent some time in Canada, spent a couple years there, and one of the one of the places I was at was um, in British Columbia. This little tiny coal mining town. I loved it. It's called Sparwood. Little tiny. At the person. time, it was like what 20... is up with tiny people? <laughs> <laughs> it's this little tiny coal mining town. It's like twenty four hundred people 
And like everybody in the town either works at the mine or they work in town or there's like a handful of people who drive, you know, an hour to go to work outside of the town. Anyways, there was this uh, this guy in town that he, he was super cool. We'd go talk to him all the time and he had hunting records. Crazy guy. He in the backyard, he had like 15 um, like hunting dogs. I don't know what you call them. They're just like those hound dogs that just sit there and bark and howl all day long. He had like GPS collars. Like he was into it. Like I'm, if, if this, this guy claims he saw a Bigfoot, I believe him because he's the guy that goes far enough into the, into the forest to find stuff. Anyways, he lived up on the side of the hill and he calls us one time as we're walking down the road and he goes, Hey, where are you guys at? I'm like, Oh, we're just walking down by the train tracks. He goes, okay, I've been watching a cougar tracking you. Like oh, a full-blown freaking mountain lion has been walking behind us at like a hundred yards. And he's like, cause it's getting dusk or whatever. This little town, like they, they've, they've had like mountain lions come into town. I mean, I have pictures. I think I've showed you pictures where there was like a full-blown mule deer just walking around town. I was like feeding him Ritz crackers. Like <laughs> this is the town where like animals are just like everywhere. Like there was a whole uh-huh. freaking herd of elk, like in some dude's field, like hundreds of elk, hundreds of them. Anyways, wow. we're walking and he's like, yeah, there's this, he's like, there's this cougar that's been tracking you. And I, I carried a knife and I carried bear mace. Cause like, no joke. We were in bear country, mountain lion country. Like it was more, there was more animals than people in this area. And I just remember like, I don't remember if I, if I had to poop or if I had to pee, but if I did, they would have been coming out. Cause I was so scared. Cause like, this guy's like, Hey, by the way, there's a giant mountain lion behind you. And he's kind of like, Hmm, which one do I go for? The chunky one or the little one? But <laughs> like, well, I don't I've never been that legitimately like afraid for my life ever. And I just cause the thought of like something chasing me, eating me, mauling me, I'm like, do I trip the guy that I'm working with? Or do we just all do we just make a break for it? Do I trip? <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Never got never got uh never got attacked, but like having someone call you and say that is like your your heart like falls into your stomach and then out your butthole. You're just like, I'm, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, so I'm totally uh, clueless, you know, so I guess with stuff that happens with me, but we were in Baltimore for uh, a convention and uh, there was about, I would say about eight of us and we're all uh, bigger guys. Uh, a lot of them didn't uh, lifted weights. I would say all of them did. And uh, so we went to a place called uh, Fogo de Chao or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it's like an all-you-can-eat high-end meat place. And we were coming out of it, and we were walking to our car. It's on Main Street of where there's like a motorcycle gang, literally. And they would just, they would all go, and little bikes, big bikes, all this kind of stuff. And cops would just like, can't do anything because there's like 50 of them. Anyway, there was a guy as we were walking out, and we had to go about two blocks. He came, and he's like, hey, guys, do you have any money that we can borrow or anything like that? And I don't have anything on me. And uh, anyway, so we started, me and this one guy started going, and then all of a sudden, everyone started to join us, and then he backed off. I guess uh, there was a whole group of them that were ready to go jump us and everything. And I was clueless. And the other guy was just shaking. And I'm just like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a big guy. Like, you know, and and I'm just sitting here just like, I never got in a fight. I mean, I've I've done sports and I could hurt someone. Like, you scare me and I'll I'll hurt you. But I'm clueless with this stuff. You remind me of my buddy. So right around the time that Chelsea and I first started dating, we were kind of matched up between not between we were kind of matched up by our f- mutual friend which that's uh, sometimes the best relationships stem from that right yeah 
So I had known this girl for a little while just through mutual groups of friends and we started hanging out with groups of friends and then she's known Chelsea for a few years from just high school and they'd been friends for a long time. Anyways, this mutual group of friends, I'm not kidding, like six marriages came out of it like and multiple kids. It's kind of funny. When one of the first dates that Chelsea and I went on, we went on a double date with her friend Natalie and our friend Rory, which they're now married and they have two boys. Rory, her husband, is just like you. The dude is massive. He is uh-huh. like, I'm not kidding. He's I mean, he's taller than you. I think he's like six six or something. He's he's okay. big. And he's in he's been in he's been like army rangers and stuff now later on in the you know later these years. But back then big into bodybuilding, like six, like six, six, something crazy and, and 300 plus pounds, but not fat, just big Mm -hmm. and bulky, but he is the biggest teddy bear, the biggest, nicest, happiest dude you will ever meet. And we went to a double date. We went to a drive-in in again, downtown Sacramento. And if you've never been to Sacramento or really any kind of big metropolitan area in California, you get all walks of life. Anyways, we're there in my dad's truck, all four of us watching this movie. I can't remember what we were watching. I think it was, I think it was Hellboy. Remember that movie? Oh yeah. I like that show. It was like Hellboy 2. Hellboy 2 or something like that. Something we didn't really care about. Mm-hmm. And we're watching the movie, you know, whatever. And there's this guy that has this busted, it's not busted. I and mean, he spent way too much money on it. It was like a, um, some square body Buick. And he had it on like 28 inch rims. Like they call it that type of car is called a donk. And it's just this goofy looking lime green with speckles and all. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a style of car. I mean, it's like, if that's your thing, that's cool. But he has got his doors open, like both big doors open. And he is just blasting his music, like heavy bass. We're at a drive in or a drive in during the movie, like during the movie, like we, he was doing it before the movie previews, whatever, no big deal. But like, we're we're like 10 minutes into the movie by now and i'm like what the heck is going on i'm mr confrontational you know you know that like uh-huh. <laughs> like a lot of people shy away from confrontation i thrive in it like it's my thing anyway so i'm like forget this i'm on the second date with my now wife second date maybe this might even be the first date dude i can't no this wasn't the first date doesn't matter. I've got a great memory for my marriage, apparently. <laughs> but, so I get up and I'm going to go. Th- I'm, I'm like, I'm just going to ask this guy nicely to yada, yada, yada. I'm 5'10". I've always been 5'10". Never will be any taller as much as I want. I walk up to this guy. He's not even in the freaking car. He's not in the car. And I'm like, what the crap? I'm like, did this guy get like kidnapped or whatever? So I'm like looking around, looking around, whatever. So then I do the next best thing possible. I reach in and I shut his car off. That was a big yeah. mistake because homeboy was in the car next to that with his other homeboys and they get out because I'm reaching in his car and shutting it off and oh, wow. they are high. They are drunk and they are pissed and they just start like, Hey homie, you don't want to mess with me throwing, you know, telling me what gangs they're a part of and all that stuff. I'm like, Hey dude, no offense. So I was like, everybody's trying to watch a movie. Everyone was, you know, you were, you were just, it was interruptive. You know, it was, it was kind of rude. Like just, I was like, no offense, just shut your car off. I didn't want to touch your radio. I just turned the key. He's mad regardless. I probably shouldn't have done it. Anyways, meanwhile, my giant friend is just standing there, just standing there next to me as these guys are threatening me, getting in my face. Anyways, and this one guy goes like, hey, 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 home. He's like to his friend. He's like, chill, chill, chill. He's like, this fool's big. And he's like pointing to my friend Rory, who's just sitting there smiling, not doing anything. 
And I'm thinking this whole time, I'm like, dude, you could pop their heads like a freaking zit. All you have to do is like bark and they'll leave. And the best part is his girlfriend is over there like, she's like me. She's like, I don't care. She's yelling. And so it's like my wife's super sweet and this big Rory guy is super chill. And they're just over here like not doing anything. And me and his girlfriend are like arguing, screaming or whatever. And I'm realizing like halfway through this argument, I'm like, man there's a good chance we could get shot right now with the type <laughs> of guys that we're talking to and telling me who the type of guys that, you know, that they hang out with and they're, they're, you know, lifting their shirt, showing me what they're, what they got. And I'm like, okay, cool. My bad. Whatever. We just walk away. Anyways, they, they get in their cars and they, they, they turn around and they leave and they come drive right past my truck real slow. And I'm like, this is it. We're, we're going to get, die. we're going to get freaking shot. Anyways, they, they they just leave. And I remember after that date being like, Rory, like, what's the point of you being so big if you're not going to do anything? Like, you could have ended that whole confrontation if <laughs> like, you just, like, picked one of them up. <laughs> so, guys like you, you big guys that are just like, oh, no, I'm not scared. It's because, yeah, you're not scared. But think of the little people that you're with. <laughs> so, we, I was at a, um, a movie. I, it's Jack and the Beanstalk with the kiddos. And, uh, and there oh, was a giant one. Yeah. And that there was a kid behind me. He was probably 21, 22 with his girlfriend. And he was just F this, F that, F this. And I'm like, we're at a kid show. And so I turn around, I'm like, Hey buddy, I don't want my kids to hear that. Or, you know, it's a family event. You don't need to say that kind of stuff. And, uh, he just like, whatever, man, F that. And, and, and I'm like, I just said, I'm like, seriously, just don't say that. And I don't lose my temper. I just don't. I just like whatever. And uh, Candace, yeah. <laughs> Candace can see that I'm starting to like. This is my family. We don't touch my family. We don't do this. Disrespect like that. Anyway, I turn around and he keeps doing it. And I'm like, buddy, you need to stop. He's like, oh, what are you going to do? And I stood up. And mind you, I'm taller than him, and he's <laughs> a level above me. And I'm like, do we need to go outside? He's like, oh, oh, oh. And the girlfriend is like, touch. And the girlfriend, and the, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. And anyway, and after that, and Candace is just shaking her head like, you cannot do that, Tyson. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? He's got to, like, he's, all these kids, there's probably like 40, 50 kids in this theater, and they can just hear him cussing like that. I'm like, no. Anyway, I still don't feel like I'm in the wrong, uh, I was in the wrong, but I, Candace sure thought I was. <laughs> if it's any, if it's any consolation, I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like if I was in any of these type of situations and it was with my family, it's a lot different than if it's just me. Sure. So, well, have you seen that TikTok? This has kind of gotten away from what we were talking about, but I feel like uh, it's yeah, kind of well, sometimes like, just this how is, it like goes. evolved to something. So, have you seen that TikTok that was going around of like it's not it's not I don't think it was filmed for TikTok, but I think it was like a segment of some interview that somebody did, and it was a guy asking moms if they would kill for their children. It's kind of interesting the amount of the amount of parents that are like, uh, I don't know. It's basically like, would you kill to protect your children? Mm -hmm. And I know that's a very touchy subject, but it's funny. Is but then they went and asked a bunch of dads, and it was like, yep, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I, I, not that it's anything moms versus dads, but it's just kind of like, you know, the you just the inherent protector protector mode that you get in. Like the other night, I'm not going to go into details because I'm probably going to get in trouble. <laughs> um, we, now that the weather's getting better, we sleep with the windows open uh -huh. right upstairs and we, it's like 2am and we hear this huge thud 
like big boom, outside my on in our bedroom looks over our driveway. And I've got my truck out there. I've got a big toolbox that's full of tools. I got a hundred gallon diesel tank that's full of fuel. So it's like, there's just a potential of, you know, people being, you know, Taken. yeah. I was looking for the, the appropriate word to use. And that was cycling through all the words I wanted to use. And I'm like, I'm not going to use that. I'm not going to use that. I'm not gonna use that. <laughs> like people being, uh, no. Anyways, so I'm like, I'm like, what the crap was that? And I like hop up and I like, I like pull my blinds down. And all I see is two people on my driveway like with hoodies on and I go into like instant dad voice bark mode and some words that I'm not going to repeat. Right. I'm like, what the blank are you doing on my driveway? Get the blank away from my truck. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, not, they're like not getting off my driveway. And so I, I used a few more choice words that encouraged them to leave, which they uh-huh. did, <laughs> but it was just, it was just one of those situations where like I had to, my wife and I sat there and talked about it for a minute and it was just kind of explaining to her of kind of like in that moment, I'm not looking for specifics of age, gender, reason, whatever. I'm like, someone is at my house It is 2 AM. They touched something that made a big loud noise. I don't know if they're trying to get in my garage. And I'm like, I got my wife and babies in here. Nothing's going to get in my way of protecting them. So it was like hackles were up, you know, blinders were on. And it was like seeing through a red lens because it's like, I don't know what I'm about to have to deal with, but I promise you I'm going to be the one walking away. So it was just kind of like the this the difference of like my wife is more like observing what's going on, trying to figure things out or whatever. And I'm just like, just barking like. It's true, though. If anyone touches my girls or says something like it's it's like I told Candace, I'm like. I don't know what would happen, but I think I would be in trouble um, just because I'm like, you don't oh, dude. mess. You just don't. I'm just thinking of them on dates and some high school kid decides to hurt my daughter or do something inappropriate to her and her. For, you know what I mean? I'm just like, dude, I don't know what I would do, but it wouldn't be good. I'd <clears throat> smile in my mugshot. Yeah. So we kind of got off topic for a little bit. One thing I kind of wanted to go kind of go back to real quick, and then maybe we can even end with this. Because of social media, people now post like relatable stuff all the time. And there's all these like crazy different phobias. So there's like the general phobias, right? Like fear of heights, flying, drowning, you know, like even like arachnophobia where you're like scared of spiders and all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So like phobias are like situations, things, people, or um, gosh, I can't remember the fourth one, but like specific things to be like oddly specific things to be afraid of right like she me like the huey uh what's his name huey mandel is that his name howie mandel howie mandel he's like legit a germaphobe like oh yeah i was like huey mandel who the heck is huey mandel <laughs> but like i have something called thalassophobia so that's like fear of like legitimate fear of like open deep dark water like oh. I cannot, like when I was younger, I could do swimming in lakes. I could do like, I've swam in the ocean off the side of a boat or whatever. No way. Like absolutely the freak not. Now, I don't know what happened and or what, maybe I'm blocking something out. I was dragged under by Jobs. something and I don't remember, but I'm just saying like, dude, so just Google later tonight when you're laying in bed, Google thalassophobia and tell me you're not going to think about that the next time you're swimming in like deep water. What? <laughs> 
the only thing I could think of, it's so inappropriate. The only thing I could think of is like the fear be being flaccid. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, not it's, it's not a it's like, not, come on, come on. <laughs> it was no, it's, a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> not the phosphophobia. It's man. not. It's not, <laughs> it's not flaccid. It's it's a th. It's a thalassophobia, not phalacidophobia. Like we're gonna have like five minutes of just straight laughing. <laughs> you're, you're you're a football game in I'm high school, here. and you have to go and get in the shower. It's like no, there's so many flaccid leaders. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's like I'm over here. I'm over here opening up to you about one of my biggest fears, and you're just thinking about just like. <laughs> Little, little, little limp, little limp peepees. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm sorry, but I will. No, I won't look that. What you're gonna have to tell me how to spell that? Because <laughs> I'm not going to get no, the same. I will. I will text about. I will text it to you just in case. <laughs> but no, so so like it's it's just the thought that something could be like swimming underneath you, like monstrous, big, whatever. To the point where, like, so you look up thalassophobia, and it's like sometimes you even some people have it so bad that they <laughs> you're just gonna keep thinking about. That. <laughs> oh, but I'm some sorry. people have it so bad that they like can't even go swimming in general. That oh, is man. not me. I love the ocean. It's that's like one thing I want to do is yeah. like go snorkeling. Um, and uh, in every like area like it's just my favorite thing to do i think it'll be fun to sleep yeah. so we're going to hawaii next month right i know you but and we're gonna go snorkeling but i don't know how i'm gonna do with it like I, i'm totally gonna try it but it's we anyways went to places where so, you could stand and then we went to places where it's 30 feet deep so it's just all varies on where you go but we went to one place called in the cayman islands and uh, it was called Hamburger Alley or Hamburger Beach. I can't remember what it was, where it's a chain of restaurants. Um, and they would throw their leftovers into the ocean at night. Instead of throwing it away, they'd throw it to the fish. And so they had thousands yeah. and thousands of, of just fish there. And uh, it was the coolest thing I've seen, you know, like in the ocean ever. It was so cool. They're just eating burgers. Yeah. And then at night, at night they're all awake. And so, uh, well, at least the barracudas and stuff like that, they're like 30 feet down, just sleeping and hanging out. I'm like, if they were awake, it'd be kind of freaky to me, but they're sleeping because their food yeah. it doesn't come until the see, evening. I feel like if I can see deep, that's different, but it's, it's like the not being able to see or know what's beneath you that freaks me yeah. out. But I was look, I was looking it up and dude, there's, there's full blown like fear of, I'm not I'm not making this up. I will send this to you. It's called uh, I can't even pronounce this. Hold on. Anna Anatida Antideophobia. Fear of duck watching you. A duck watching you? Yeah, a fear of ducks watching you. That is a legit that is phobia. And then 
fear of fear of chickens, fear of walking, fear of flowers, fear of clowns, fear of horses, fear of marriage, fear of being touched, fear of money, uh, fear of being stared at. Like it's just there's there's basically a, a legit phobia for everything in the day in the day and age we live in. It's like <laughs> you can be you can, you can get diagnosed with anything nowadays, but that was the one so that got I, me. I was like I, fear I'm of a, ducks watching you. I'm definitely a claustrophobic. I once went, uh, so when I was doing bodybuilding, you, before I figured like, Hey, everyone's getting a spray tan in my mind. I'm like, Oh, I got to get tan. So I'd go to a tanning bed. I got claustrophobia and, and it was one that was circled. Like you were laying on it in a circle. So you couldn't just take it off if you needed to get out or something. And I was freaking, I'm like, turn it off, turn it off. And there's like 20 people in there and they're like, what's wrong? It's like, nothing. It's just it's like, did you, is everything okay? I'm like, Oh yeah. Just like. It's like three feet away from you, and you're just like, oh, it's just good. I just got a little scared. That's all. What <laughs> I hate, Dennis. You're like Tyson is big it. man in little place. <laughs> big man, little place. I have flasophobia. Yeah. <laughs> you hate the like, dentist, I dude. I can't get numb. Um, I honestly cannot get numb, and so um, everything hurts. So if they, if they, you know, unless it's cleaning, everything hurts because you can't get numb, and so. I have uh, had root canals where I'm totally just I'm I know so basically now I have to go to a dentist that either puts you out or gives you it's equivalent to the date rape jug where they give it to you and you just kind of get knocked out like you're just kind of oblivious to what's happening. However, with that being said, I get extremely hungry when I'm on that. And so we went to <laughs> Maverick and I got like three donuts, I got high chews, I got a burrito, a couple of drinks, and Candace thought I was for all the kids and her. And I, I don't remember any of this. And I just ate it all in the car. <laughs> she was driving me. And then uh I had like a whole loaf of bread as French toast once when after coming back on this. So yeah, I can't do Dennis. I can't do Dennis. So you got the munchies. Oh, big time on those. It's like basically yeah. they roof you so that you can not remember anything. Well, I have like every every reason to be afraid of the dentist because I'm not because I have but but I'm not. It's weird. So I had an abscessed tooth, and it was one of my molars. I don't know where it happened. Just ge genetically, my 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 dad's side, like me, my dad, my brother, and like it was just bad teeth genetics. Like it's just I get a cavity by looking at you know a bottle of soda. Mm. Um. I had an abscessed molar and it was like, we're just going to have to rip it out because it was like past the root. There was just this big abscess underneath in my, you know, inside my jaw and the guy, the, the dentist, I'd been to this guy a few times. He'd fixed stuff before, you know, cleanings, checkups, he's done fillings, crap. And he does this. Uh, he shoots me full of Novocaine, comes back, still feel it. Gives me another one, comes back, still feel it here in Utah. They can do the, the, the laughing gas. So he hooks me up to that. It's this little this little thing that goes over your nose. They got me laying down, and I'm watching Nacho Libre because they got a they got a TV on the ceiling, and I'm on laughing gas. I'm having the time of my life. He comes back in. I can still feel the tooth when he's poking it. Uh. So he's like, "This is legally the last." He's like, "This is the last dose of Novocaine that I can legally give you as a local anesthetic." Shoots me up one more time, and he's like, "If this doesn't work, we've got two options. I can either just rip it out." Or you're gonna have to schedule a time to go see a, uh, um, basically a uh, what's the mouth surgeon? Endodontist. Yeah, he's like across the hall. We're gonna have to set up a, a, a uh, an appointment for you to get put under. Yada yada yada. 
And I'm like, dude, I ain't got time for that. This thing hurts. I'm in so much pain. I'm like praying, cross my fingers. He like boosts the gas. I am, I am in pain, but I am loving life. And he <laughs> comes back in. I can still feel it. And it must've been the gas that I was just way overly confident. And the rest of my mouth was numb. It just was this one area that I, he, the, he says, unfortunately, the abscess must just be too big and too deep. So I'm like, doc, go for it. I didn't realize when they pull a tooth, they're causing hairline fractures in your jaw mm -hmm. where it's attached, right? Because it's essentially just sitting in this pocket that is just very firmly gripped. And he, he gets his freaking like channel locks in there, right? These vice grips and he grabs it and he just pushes and I hear, I hear and feel the crack. And then he pulls it and I hear and feel the crack and he pushes and he pulls and he pushes and he pulls and he's wiggling. And I, I must've been, he, he said it was a good thing that there was no kids in the office because I was wailing. I was like, like I was screaming my head off. Cause and I just mm -hmm. was kind of high at the time too, but he pulls it out and it's just this nasty big abscess on the bottom. Just, it was like, it was a molar. So it was like one of the ones with like four roots. Like it was a yeah. big one. And then he, he like, it was like this bonding moment. He like pulls it out and he's like, <gasps> like, he's like out of breath. And like, I'm out of breath. <laughs> My mouth is full of blood. I'm like, do we high five? Like, well, I don't know what we do here. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, nobody is ever allowed to say you're not a badass. He's like, I feel like I owe you a medal or something. Seriously? <laughs> like, Holy no. cow. I was like, how about we just like, you know, wipe out the bill and call it good. And he's like, <laughs> you're funny. And then he's like, okay, the nurse will be in to clean you up. <laughs> Dang. But yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I should be afraid of the dentist, but I'm not, I've been back since then. So that was so like I, last year. I'm afraid of the urologist. Well, so this is happening. I'm going to tell the whole world what happened to me. And, uh, it was traumatizing. So I'm literally 30 years old and I get prostitutes. So that's where your prostate gets infected. Don't know how it got it. Mm -hmm. Nothing. It's just, just the most random thing in the world. And I go to, uh, to urgent care on Sunday. Cause I cannot pee. Like I can't pee. And, and so I go in there and they're like, oh, yeah, this is what you have. Just take this medicine. Um, we'll do some blood work just to kind of make sure. Anyway, I've been taking It's like, okay, yeah, I can't go still. And it's Monday. And, and I'm like, I haven't used the restroom. Like, it hurts. So I go to um, the ER and uh, <laughs> so embarrassing. But uh, I the, the white blood cells were so thick that they had to do a catheter, but they had to keep getting bigger catheters. Because the white blood cells were so thick that it wouldn't release. Because that's how mm. infected it was. And so finally they get that. And then they're like, hey, we're going to have to uh, do a ultrasound to make sure that it's in there properly. All that kind of stuff. And uh, so they give me and they asked me to, you know, get down and all that kind of stuff. So they could, you know, um, boop, <laughs> you know, poke you. And check your prostate, mind you. This has never happened to me before, by the way. And so uh, I'm sitting here, and and uh, or I wasn't sitting, I was standing. My either I can't bend over. I can't do anything right now. And so they give me uh, morphine. Now I've broken my arm where I've, I've like I've broken several things. They give you morphine, and instantly you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever you want. It's like they gave me two doses of morphine. Still felt it like I could not do anything. And uh, I could tell I was, like, feeling good, but the pain was there. Then they're like, we can't give you any more morphine. Like, you'd die. So then they gave me a muscle relaxer. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, yeah, life's good now. Like, we're good. Like, anything could happen to me right now, and I don't think I could feel it. 
So anyway, I bend over. I'm not going to say what I said, but when he, no, no, I won't. Candace would kill me. Um, <laughs> but when he checked, needless to say, I didn't know, I guess, where the prostate was. <laughs> but I knew after the doctor checked. And I was like, whoa but i the things that came out of my mouth <laughs> i heard this like and candace is just shaking her head she's like oh tyson i'm like oh, i don't know what to do <laughs> like it was so you're a little high they're checking your prostate you didn't know what was going to happen so it was really interesting either way most painful experience i've had that was a fun experience dude that's well, I'm gonna have doctor, to change the rating on this episode. Yeah. Well, at least the at least the doctor had a baby hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to change the rating on this episode to like you know like PG-13 or whatever because it's like when I whenever I whenever I like produce the episode, it like says like basically like the content like is this is this like a uh, explicit content, and we've been able to say like no, and I'm over here like. Do I have to now? We've talked about like flaccid and Tyson's prostate. Well, you're the one talking about <laughs> flaccid phobia. <laughs> no, you're the one whose mind took a, a completely normal like word and made it bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hanging out yeah. with uh, Matt and Burley too long in those podcasts. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. But yeah, I mean, in, in, in true dad bods and beards form, we started out with one conversation and it led to all kinds of other ones, but these tend to be a real fun episode. So I think next week we're going to try to have, um, I've got a couple of buddies and you've got, I think one or two friends too, that we're trying to, we're trying to make schedules match up. Cause we've got a couple of pretty good, pretty, pretty cool, like ask an expert episodes lined up. So, and then for anybody listening, we have switched. If you haven't noticed by now, we have switched to Wednesday mornings will be the drop of new episodes. There was a, just a change up in our production and editing. So Wednesday mornings from now on is when you'll see new episodes. And uh, we we love getting your guys' texts. We love getting the reviews. We love getting the messages. So if there's any suggestions, thoughts, comments, send them our way. We love hearing from you guys. We love talking about apparently anything. <laughs> this has just been a lot of fun. I didn't know that was going. I told you I shouldn't have. I'm like. I shouldn't have said this is not appropriate, but this is what I thought. <laughs> Loved it. It was vulnerable. It was vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> Here at Dad Bods and Beards, we talk about uh, things that, that make us uncomfortable. Twilight and being flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> and prostates. <laughs> and prostates. Oh, good old prostates. All right. Well, anyway. But on that note. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. It means the world to us. If you have a chance, please give us a five-star review as well as write something a little purdy in there so that we know that you know that we know that you care. Anyway, have a great day, guys. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> you know, it's good. I, was, I like that. You can't redo it without laughing. That was good. <laughs>